0: Hi this is Julie Mackin and we are speaking of social justice and I'm hoping we're going to speak of it I'm about to lose my voice so if I sound a bit weird it's because I'm losing my voice and not because I have a weird voice I wanted to talk about um, an issue that is particularly difficult to talk about domestic violence domestic family violence and I say it's particularly difficult to talk about because one in I think it's one in three women experience violence at the hands of uh, a known perpetrator. And if that's the case, then chances are if you're not experiencing it yourself, you are very close to someone who is. That's how endemic it is now in our community. And can I say, you know, I think I've said it in the past, I'm an old lady and in the 1980s towards the, throughout the 1980s i was part of a huge group of women across australia who was busy squatting houses and setting up domestic violence refuges across australia and at the time we thought we really did think that we you know it was only a matter of time before domestic violence became a thing of the past well it's worse than it was in the 80s In fact, more women are killed, more women are assaulted today than at any other time. So that's terrible. Something's gone terribly wrong. And I guess I particularly want to talk about it for two reasons. One, in a couple of weeks, the Justice and Peace Office is hosting a a tri-diocesan meeting that looks wholly and solely at domestic violence. And at the end of this, if you're interested in coming along and hearing from uh, people about it and what more particularly what we can do about it, you'll be able to click on a link and register, and it's free, and it'd be great to see you there. But also because you know, a few weeks ago, we saw what happened with Brittany Higgins, how she became like a chew toy for politicians trying to point score against each other like i thought we had at least moved beyond that kind of obscene objectification of a woman as providing some kind of function other than her own personhood but no no the murdoch media and the coalition were quite frankly obscene in what they did and what they're continuing to do there so i just wanted to talk a bit about you know, the reality of domestic violence. And before I go too far along the track, uh, I thought one way to do that would be to just read and repeat something Rosie Batty had talked about is incredibly relevant today. She starts by talking about who is a perpetrator in domestic violence because, you know, we want to think that only bad people are involved in domestic violence, that if there's some reason... You know, invariably a bloke is flogging someone they purport to love or flogging their kids or a whole lot worse. We want to think that, you know, they're on drugs or they're drunk or there's something going on other than them just beating the life out of someone they love. Rosie Batty is pretty clear. In fact, what's going on, it's an old word, but it's a very useful one this is the kind of oppressive patriarchal function that says men are better than women i know there's a ton of sophistication around that but frankly that's what's going on so i'll just read what she had to say about it people are genuinely surprised and horrified by how prevalent family violence is and the vast majority of people still don't understand that family violence is a gendered issue people want to be able to blame drug and alcohol abuse she says turning the page or a childhood upbringing uh, affected by family violence, or people blame the victim herself. But it's clear most family violence is perpetrated by a man against a woman, and that the gender inequities that exist in our society are a key driver of violence against women. And she goes on to talk about, because like setting aside the drivers of it, we need to think about what do we do when our friend our mom our daughter our aunt our niece our best mate rings us and says I need your help he's really hurting me or I need your help he's really hurting the kids what do we do about that and she, Rosie goes on to say what does she do she said i make sure i explain the complexities of the issue that leaving is when you could be at highest risk for your life you may fall into homelessness you may fall into poverty i ask why is it that we have put the onus of responsibility for safety on the victim's shoulders whenever we're asked for help the first thing we need to do is believe the woman not do a britney higgins like the politicians have done we need to believe the woman we need to act in her interests. We need to understand the kind of danger that is presented by domestic family violence. And we need to understand that people we know very well uh, are actually experiencing domestic violence. That's how common it is. There's a lot of shame around it. Being in a violent relationship with someone destroys your self-esteem. It's easy to start believing all the crap that's thrown at you. And there is, I don't know why there is, but there is a big shame in saying someone's beating the crap out of me. It doesn't make sense, but uh, there is. So we need to create space, create safety, and create believability for those suffering and what we do to stop the drivers of it, we'll come along to our panel in a couple of weeks um, because those are the kind of discussions we want to have. Sorry about the subject matter, but frankly, sorry, not sorry. We really do need to think about this.